Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. How do we build companies that outlive their founders and that are there for years to come? What does it take and what should the current generation of leaders do to ensure their strength at every level in the business? My guest for tonight is Ankuma. He's a legal practitioner and he's a managing partner at Bensi Angel the China Ankuma. He will help us understand, are we... Are we raised to understand these issues or do we find ourselves always surprised when they come up? And what can we do to ensure that the companies that we celebrate today will be there 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, 100 years from now? Ace, welcome to Springboard. Thank you, Albert. And um, happy birthday to you. Thank you very much, my Uh, brother. And it's also the wedding anniversary of Mr. and Mrs. Samuel Ewell. Oh, very nice. I I can never forget their wedding. I... I, (laughs) I arrived in Ghana two days before their wedding and got married seven days after their wedding. So, so next week is the wedding anniversary? Uh, so I hear. Happy wedding anniversary in advance. In advance. I received it in advance. Before La- you saw- Last week was mine. Yes, <laughs> I, I saw it. It's all within it's the July. Within, within July. The, That's where everything July happens. Area, yeah. Right, right. Let me say good evening to my favorite banker. Edith Vaden Donko, she is in, in Barclays Bank. She also celebrates her birthday today. Right, so let's settle down to the topic. Is Let's talk about succession planning. How, how important is the discussion on succession planning? Well, many, many do not want even to discuss it. It's like how many men never want to, do not want to write wells. Because they assume that once they write a will, they're going to die. But right. I have news for you. Whether you write a will or not, you're going to die. And if you write a will, you're trying to, you, at least you have a say in what happens. If you don't write one, the government will divvy up your assets for you, <laughs> literally into fractions, right. and distribute it for you. So whether you write a will or not, you're going to die. But look, the future is unpredictable for all businesses and um, practices, professional um, professions, etc., etc. But there's one thing you're sure of, that every one of your partners will eventually leave. No partner lives forever. Eventually, everyone will leave. I mean, ideally, they may, they, they may retire after long, successful careers. But some departures may be surprises. A partner may, may just give notice, I'm resigning. There may be a forced exit. Um, and, and it comes with certain implications. Um, based on your structure, are you going to, I, what have you agreed on? Are you having a de-equitization scheme? What pension packages exist? How are you going to transition from one practice leader into it to another and so the best thing is to prepare for it you know and if you haven't prepared for it you are prepared for it to fail either way you prepared right let's take two steps back and mm-hmm. and and talk about so a broader look at succession planning is it just about preparing for the exit of founding CEOs, founding partners, because another school of thought says, listen, the whole idea of session plan is building strength at every level in the business to ensure that even if somebody who is not a CEO, a managing partner, if anyone stepped out at any time, the system has built capacity in itself to continue to run without being torpedoed. It, it is not, it's not with the founding partners. I, I spoke of partners, partners in general because they are the, they are the part owners right. of, the, of the business and often it is their departure that could lead to the um, dislocation of the practice. Right. So that, 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 that's why I focused on it. But you see, if you do succession planning ahead of time, you begin to empower 
people who will be the successors. You begin to train them until they get into the role. They have acquired a certain experience and skill because you focused on them and you, you are grooming them for the position. So there's a certain va- um, value that you add to the people. And so the succession might not happen for the next 20 years, but you have somebody who's been trained and prepared to take care of it. It, it has to be structures, Albert. It's about structures. It's, it's about order. It's about having a structure that exists and that can operate even if the human persons are not there. I have a word that people might not like. I like, I like idiot-proof structures. That the structure is so good that even if you put an idiot like me there, the structure is still going to work. So in terms of how you, you plan and structure your firm in, in the day-to-day running, if you have succession at the back of your mind, you put the structures in place. Let me give a biblical example. Moses identified his successor way ahead of time and began to give him exposure. And, began, and, and, and so there were certain wars where it was Joshua who actually fought the war, but Moses took the, Moses took the credit. He identified him way ahead of time. And Joshua made all his mistakes when Moses was there, and Moses could correct him. What happened to Joshua? We didn't find him, I didn't find a successor. Right. And so if you read the, the, the story of Judges after Joshua's death, there's a theme that in those days Israel had no king and everybody did as he pleased. Right. So you could see Moses' planning taking effect and Joshua's lack of plan, of a, of a plan also taking effect. And so my point is that succession planning itself is beneficial to the firm or the, or the practice even if the succession never takes place. Because of the empowerment it gives to people and the building of the structures that will outlive the human persons. If we do not do that, then we personalize the business around the person. And once the person leaves in whichever way, through a resignation, through a forced departure, through death, through a retirement, the business suffers because there are no, there, 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 no plans have been made to fill in the gap right but the gap should not exist at all right Let, talking about the gap with our discussion so far i mean if i look at the, the the profile of attendees in the past i look at the discussion so far it almost seems to have been dominated by people in the telecom industries the banking industries the insurance companies those in what you may call the corporate sector etc mm-hmm. etc et coming in their numbers and then one or two professionals but in your session in particular, our target is to attract people who are in um, medical practice, mm. law practice, um, audit, dental, audit, accounting, accounting, audit, audit mm. architectural firms. And we are looking at people in these professional practices and seeing that there is something peculiar about them that may make their business model different from the typical bank or insurance company and therefore that will require a different look at succession. Just help our listeners to understand what are the peculiarities of professional practices that that will necessitate a different discussion about how their succession should be structured. For the most part, um, the the banks and and telecom companies, the telcos, are limited liability companies. In fact, on them, the law imposes a structure. Right. Now, that legal structure does not necessarily exist if you are either um, um, an, 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 an unlimited company where the, the shareholders still bear liability for the deaths of the, of, of, of the business or you're an incorporated partnership where limited liability doesn't exist at all. And so at that, in, in those businesses, you're putting out your direct professional service out there. Now, if you are not careful to observe some of these rules, it becomes extremely personalized. 
But one of the problems we have, particularly in the professions, is that we go to, to school for a certain number of years. The word management is probably never mentioned in any of our classes. In fact, I went through the entire what, five, six years of legal training in Ghana with no idea about how to manage a firm. I think it's been in the past year or two that law firm management and law firm practices has been introduced as a course in the law school. Right. Um, and so you leave these past you, you, you spend seven years cutting up cadavers and learning all the parts of a, of, of, of a human body and how to heal. And then you come into practice and if you have to set up your own practice, you, get, you have to deal with things like HR policies. You have no clue. You might have people, but you still must have an understanding of it. Is it not because, and, and, and let me just mm-hmm. um, interject for a minute, is it not because the previous practices that we had, I mean, let me, let me rewind 10 years, 20 years ago, the typical law firm had the, the there, was, there, was, there wasn't even like, like a partnership, there was the main, the, I, 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 I call them the McDaddies. Exactly, you know, and then a couple exists. of people yeah, who they are, they are around. He or she leaves, and then the practice falls up. Yes, and then the typical um, what do they call the clerk? And that's it. If you that's go it. and he's, he's out for lunch or she's out for lunch, and that's it. You wait until they come back. You see, what happened was that, particularly in my profession, I can speak more, better about my about, about, about law, law profession. When we, st- we 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 concretize the law practice in Ghana, we modeled it after the 1960s English chambers practice, which is still really. McDaddy based the, this huge personality and he and probably his offspring you know, she and her offspring run the business that's why I call the McDaddies now what happens what happens is that the, when the nature of the law practice began to change and the solicitors started making more of the money and the solicitor became king Ghana didn't realize it although we don't have the the, the division between solicitors practice and law and 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 and, 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 and litigation practice even the training of the law in, in Ghana is focused on the contentious practice on the litigation side of it and so when the structure changed and the solicitors came in and had structured law firms mimicking the 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 the, the, the limited liability companies in having a partnership structure in having a you know the, the applying business principles to the law practice we kept saying uh, we are not a business right. we are we are a profession we are calling guess what you can still run your profession or calling along business lines if you don't don't run them along business lines they cannot survive it so look you can say that i don't want my law practice to survive my death it's a choice it's a right it's a right so you the day you die your practice falls up and that's it but if you'd want to leave a legacy if you'd want your name to live beyond your your life then you must begin to run that firm along business lines. And one of the things you surely must do must to plan for succession. It is evident that it, the, the, the pain will not even come after death. The issue is this, that for many of the very serious clients that you are dealing with, they will not deal with your firm if you don't have the structures to deal with the kinds of, the kinds of complicated issues that they are dealing with. I mean, it's, it's obvious. And, and one, of the things about, uh, and one of the things about planning succession is that what happens to clients? The clients are used to this personality. You have not introduced anybody in the practice to the client. But look, the client is not just a robot or a machine. You, you know, type this in, this comes out. They are relationships. Right. In, in, in many well-structured firms, you have, you have relationship partners. That this partner deals with this set of clients, even if he or, he or she is not working for them, to manage relationships, to remember to send that birthday card on the, on the, you know, on the birthday of, 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 the, of the decision maker in that, in that business. Now, if there's a sudden dislocation, and the person they know leaves. Trust me, the business will leave. Right. Because they don't know anybody there. Right. And it's happened many times. I'll tell you, there's a typical story. A lawyer was dead. And at the wakekeeping, 
the clients were looking for lawyers at the week. They had waited long enough. They're not going to wait for him to be buried. And, and, I, and I thought that those clients were even late. You waited uh, like three months. They are now burying money. You are not looking for a lawyer. But at the wake, whilst the body was lying there, they were going, Right there. Right. End of story. End of story. Right. So, but, so the question is whether uh, the, we, we plan well for succession or we are happy to die with our practices or leave with our practices. I think that, that, is, that it's a choice. It's 25 minutes past the hour of 7 o'clock. One of the choices you want to make tonight is settle down and see, okay, so listening tonight, uh, owners as well as practitioners in law firms, medical practices, architectural firms, audit firms, accounting firms, let's give them a framework and let's speak to both the owners as well as those who also are being groomed for leadership. What what are some of the things that can ensure that a, a practice, a professional practice, can endure and, and 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 be around for years to come? What will be the, the the framework or the guide you will provide? Well, you must have a well designed and consistently applied process. Right. It is well designed. It is not an accident that happens. You sit down, you think it through, and you design it. And once you design it, you apply it consistently. Now, the, 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 the books say that there are three, the magic of the process, you have to look at three things. Because if you, if you run it on ad hoc basis and you have a last minute approach, it, it is definitely more difficult and less successful. So you wait till the partner gets notice that he or she is leaving. Or you wait till the, the, the partner dies. Or you wait till the, till the partner is, simply has retired. But do you even have a retirement age for your practice? Or do you intend to practice until the day the Lord calls you home? It's a choice. You can decide that I'm going to retire at this age, and by that time, I shall have, I shall have put in place a, a good enough pension policy that's going to take me through the rest of my life. That I, From this day, I'm not going to go around the court anymore, shuffling around, still carrying a walking stick and making submissions in court. And so it's a choice. But there are three things to look at. There's the personalities issue. Then there's competing interests, and then there are expectations. So personalities, competing interests, and expectations. Let's look at personalities. Who are the players involved here? The firm leaders, departing partners, and potential successes. Right. Those are the three. Right. The leader, the one who is departing, and the potential successes. Let me let me let me let me so let me let me let me let me interrogate this a bit. So I'm running an architectural firm. Let's say I'm running. I'm, I mean, you, you you allude to the fact that the person typically will be a very huge personality, very successful. So we've won so many big contracts, but I'm growing. I mean, and I'm beginning to think. Listen, if we don't put something well, um, um uh, something in place, this will not outlive me. So want to start from scratch and build something that will endure. Mm-hmm. You're saying that there are three things that we should be looking at as we look at a well-designed and applied process is the personalities, that's the stakeholders, mm-hmm. the competing interests, and the expectations. expectations. Right. Okay. And so, you, and you must start it now. Right. In fact, there, there's a timing. It shouldn't be too early and it shouldn't be too late. The, 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 a lot of the reading suggests that 10 years is too early, but, any t- it, but 5 years is too late. Three years is absolutely late. So in, anywhere between Ten eight to, to, to a retirement, especially when it's being planned. So if, you should begin to plan now, but particularly around re, for, for retirement, 10 years is too early, 
eight years is good. And you approach it in a light-hearted manner. Yeah. Hey, where, your, your, your 65th birthday is coming. No, are, we, are we planning a party? Right. Before you get to the hard thing. If you, if you, if you go too early, the, the person gets the impression that mm, they want to get rid of me. If you go too late, you are going to mess up your business. I get the impression you are, you are approaching this from the perspective of the existing staff broaching the issue with the potentially departing partner. Yeah, what, what happens is that you, have, you, you, you normally have a number of partners. If you just want partner, there's a problem. You have a number of partners, and let's see, and for for now, I'm focusing on retirement as one as one of the succession. As I said, it might, as I said, it might arise under different circumstances. Definitely, somebody's got to broach the topic. Either the firm leader, who might not be the person retiring, might not be the person retiring, because as time goes on, it might be the person who's going to retire. But there's, there's clearly somebody who's, who's, who's been tipped to take over. Right. If that is not happening, then there's a problem. If the partner, the, the Magdadi, is retiring without a designated successor, you have a problem. Who's going to broach the topic? Then it means that he's, he's never going to retire. He's just going to practice until the day the Lord calls him home. But if you have a well-structured practice, by the time the partners are getting to 65 thereabouts, they say... There's, there's an understanding who's going to take, uh, take over. But the, the topic must be broached. And so all of these people, the firm leaders, the departing partners, we all may or may not be the firm leaders, and the, the potential successors are bringing their egos and existing relationships to the table. And so you need as much time as possible to manage these so that it doesn't truncate the practice. And if you do not give yourself that time, you, you shortchange yourself. That's what the books are saying. Give yourself 10 years is too early. By 8765, you're in good shape. I, I got a text from Duncan or Sobrey. Duncan says, please add printing firms. <laughs> I, I, I suspect that our listeners tonight running different business interests want to know. So let's take the, let's take the instance where the owner of the business is themselves the one consider, considering longevity as an issue. So there's no reluctance, there's no hesitation. It's just what are the tools, what are the skills I need, or what, what must be in place in this business to ensure that should I decide that I want to pursue other interests, or I just want to build capacity such that at every level in the business there's strength for the business to endure. What do I do? Ten years before the time, you shall have identified your successor. You must have identified your successor. And if there's none, find one. Then, 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 then you're preparing to collapse your business. Is it about the person or the structure? You see, if you have the structure and you don't populate the structure, the structure will exist and will not do anything. It's like a, a building that's not lived in. It, it begins to collapse. Because, you see, a building must be lived in. There must be walking around the building to make the, the, the structure balance. If the building exists and nobody lives in, by the time you get there, things have started deteriorating. You wonder what's going on. So the, the structure must be populated. Ten years till you have planned to, re, re, uh, to retire, you must have identified your successor. Yes, let me ask you the most important question. Mm-hmm. You keep saying, find a successor. Find a successor. What do you look out for in that successor? Good. Now, you don't go out and, and put out an advert, advertisement. I'm looking for a successor. You hire people. You work with people. People come to work with and for you. In the course of that, and they are rising within, within your business. You're promoting them. They're coming up. They started as junior associates. They became associates. They became senior associates. They became this, that, and the other. They became junior partners. They probably went into, into salary. They, they went into equity. At that point in time, you ought to have identified somebody who 
is going to take over the practice. Or to, and not just the practice, in the various practice sections, because you, you might have various departments or, 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 or practice groups. For each of those groups, you ought to be identifying who the successor is. And ordinarily, the person will come through the ranks. There are two ways. You can do cross-hiring, where you bring someone who is already established somewhere to come and run the business. That, 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 that's fair. You could also take someone who had been in the practice to, 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 you know, to rise to that position. Each of them has its risks. You bring someone from elsewhere, you bring him in, people are not happy, they walk. And it's the same question that McCaffrey Agbota is asking <laughs> on Facebook. is saying, what is the selection methodology between hiring external and hiring internal candidates? Last week, Jim, last two weeks, Jim Baden said, listen, the fact that the person has been at that post for 10 years does not automatically guarantee make them the, the preferred no. candidate for the role. No. And sometimes it is actually in your interest to bring an expert from another place to fill the role. But or do, somebody do, who do has it, joined... Do it early. Right. Do it early. So his argument was that the person may have joined for two, three years, yes. but is proving themselves on the job. Don't be caught up by the fact that somebody no. else has been there for do two not. years. I, 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 there are some hard decisions to be taken. That, that if, look, I think that this person is going to run this business well when, I, when I've retired or when I've left. The, the, the fact that one or two people might feel hard done by, because, look, they've been here for a long time. Look, it isn't the typical prodigal son story that I've been here. I've not gone anywhere. This guy's gone and he's come back and you're having a party for him. They said, look, I must identify a leader, right? And what you have to manage, as I said, they are competing interests. You have to manage egos and existing relationships. And that's why you need time to manage it. Sometimes the effect of it is that some people may leave. Be prepared for that. That is an aspect of succession we don't plan for that it might bring dislocation and you begin to plan for that as well i read a joke on on, on facebook this week about a vice president walking to the president of a company and seeing what if we train the people and they go away and the response from the president was what if we, if we don't train them and this thing <laughs> <laughs> i have i have absolutely no problems training my people and letting them leave i have no problems with it at least as long as they stay they give me their best right and if they become too good to leave to stay I'm, ve- I, I'm, I'm okay with you leaving. Must, must the CEO feel edgy about a, a, a crop of people you are training, some of who at some point look better in some aspects of the business than you, the leader? Should it make CEOs or leaders edgy? Whoa. I would love it if everybody in my department was better than me. Albert, it's the ideal situation. The, the, is, is, um, my Are you supreme. saying that because you're self-confident? I, I, oh, no, no, not really. <laughs> I, I don't know about self-confidence. Look, Max Dupree says, the sign of leadership is not the quality of the head, but the tone of the body. Mm. And one of the things I teach, it's not the quality of the head alone, the tone of the body. So who are the people who populate your, 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 your business? If you are the sharp, shining light, and the rest are a bunch of dummies, you, are, you have not achieved anything. Let me tell you one of the secrets. The secret of a good partnership is to have a team that render the partner redundant. You have a team that renders you redundant, where your team has taken over the jobs and they are doing it so well that you can afford to play solitaire. And so when you come into a job, you come in at your high billing rate, but you do an hour or so of two of, 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 of the You are not doing legwork. But if as the, as the head, you are still doing legwork, you are filled. And so I'll be very happy if my team renders me completely redundant. And so I just get paid at the end of the month for showing up. Isn't that ideal? Can a founder 
possibly overstay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Life is not fixed and certain. Age catches up with all of us. Who would have thought that you and I will have gray hair today when we started? Right? But life catches up with us. You get slower. It's like a good footballer. You get miles on your legs. So John, John Terry will go to Aston Villa. John Terry has to go to Aston Villa. If you stay too long, it becomes like water that stays too much in a container. It's going to give up a bad order. you got to time everything. That is why life has set it in such a way that you retire. Whether you like it or not, you got to retire. If you stay in too long, look, you lose some of your sharpness. I've seen extremely brilliant lawyers in the last days, and they can barely move emotion. The man or woman is tired, both in this country and elsewhere. Right. It's just tired. So, of course, you can stay too long. And if you, are, if, you are, if, you, if, if you never set a retirement date for yourself, like I said, it's a choice. You can decide that I want this thing to die when I'm dead. That's, that's good. You blow the thing, you die, you're gone. But if you want the practice to survive you, you ought to have these plans in place. So we talked about personalities and then the competing interests. The departing partner, the firm, the clients, and the successes. Are they all aligned? The departing person, the firm itself, your clients, and the successes. How well aligned are they? Where, where alignment means? You see, the, form, the, 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 the firm may believe that a client should be transitioned earlier than the partner. Earlier than, 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 than the partner leaves. Right. So that eight years into the time, you have the partner's top client list. And although he may be the lead chair, the supporting cast begins to show up at the meetings. Right. Begin to send the emails. Begin to attend the client events. So that the transition is as smooth as possible. Let me borrow the thoughts from, from, from Kofi Dazi, who joined us in this pro, in a discussion that was very unrelated about system structures versus persons um, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. And he made a very interesting point. He says, as a practice or as a rule in their firm, nobody's allowed to attend an important meeting alone. Somebody else must be there so that the, 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 the information is shared within the business rather than trapped in one person's head. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. But I, I, I won't make it a hard, a hard and fast rule. There are certain circumstances where the clients want to meet me alone. Right. And I would go. I guess a lot of practice makes, makes absolutely. it absolutely different. Because, look, look particularly in contentious practice, there's a certain level of trust that they have for you, the person. Many clients have said, if you are not going to do it, I'm not bringing, my, I'm not bringing the matter to the firm. Right. So, so then in those circumstances, I have to stop what I'm doing and pay particular attention to this client. Right. But of course, um, as I like to say, it's going to cost you a whole lot more if you want me to do that. And once you understand that, then, then we move forward. But even then, once the job begins, I begin to introduce. And let's take all this. Because I'm not working alone. I right. definitely have a team. And so the emails are copied to all of us. So you realize that if, unless it's very personal, the emails go to everybody. At some point in time, you're going to see the people who are actually doing the work. So that if I have to leave, they, they, they probably have communicated with one or two, more, one or two people in the firm apart from me. So it's, it's, not, it's not black or white. It's really shades of gray, how you manage it. And, and clients differ, right? Not, they are not all the same. They are not, you just don't press them. And so you look at how this client does his or her work, and then you manage the transition client by client. So you can see that it's a very involving thing. You must sit down, you must begin to think, you must begin to plan it. That is why you need to give yourself that space up and time 
to be able to plan and transition. Because, look, if your clients leave, that's the end of your practice. 20 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. Of course, if you, the listeners, leave us, that's the end of Spring Boss. You keep listening to to your virtual university. The discussion tonight is about succession planning, and my guest is Ace Ankuma. We're building up to the Festival of Ideas, 32 days more to the festival. And as I indicated, in the morning of the festival, there will be breakout sessions for 10 different groups of about 25 to 30, each of them with one CEO hanging out, talking about these issues one on one, if I say one on one in small group discussions breaking it down and you have the benefit of selecting which breakout session you want to go into when you register some some, some said last year I came and I, I wanted to go to a different group there people from your office is who said we wish we would have gone to some other group they can come again and go to another group it's a three year program so next year you can go to another group as well but the main idea is to have it very close you, 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 so you are the little taste of the people I work with right? I know yeah, you have Right, <laughs> and I Im- imagine working with, with forty-five of them every day. Right, every day. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is going to happen is that you have a, a, a choice between, if for instance, for what you do, one area of interest is of um, one subject matter is of great interest to you, then you choose that particular area and you go there. So if you are from, for instance, an architectural firm, a, 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 um, a professional practice in any form or shape, dental, medical, um, or, or law firm, or engineering practice, you can go to ACES Group and then say, I should add print. <laughs> Duncan, good evening. I'm sure you're enjoying this one. Right, so so that is the group you can go to. Of course, there are others that I'll be introducing them again as we go on, probably next week, bring you some more detail about that. Ace, let me ask you a question that has come up also on Facebook. We have quite a number of questions floating on Facebook. And let me speak to Robert Mensah, listening from Sunyani, who says, how do you manage the potential risk of other possible candidates getting to know that someone else is being prepared to take over from them or ahead of them? You, you, you deal with it. You handle it. We, we, what do you mean by handle it? You, you can't have... Or everybody, everybody gets into a position at, at, at some time. I've been here for twenty years, and I've seen somebody come in. The person has very is very quick on technologies. It seems it seems to be attending all the meetings. So, so, so everything shows that the person is getting ahead of me. So How you do with me? So, so you get quick on technology too, right? You compete. How do you manage me? What what there the, the, the are various levels of management. It depends on the circumstances. Um, how do you do it? You first you must identify the person. Like I said, give yourself time. Look. The identified successor may not even last the time. Right. But you, you, you call them into it one after the other and say, you know what? We really love you, but this is not for you. Uh, you have an option. You can continue working in there or we might have another position for you to occupy if, you, if, if, if you're interested in it. But this position that is there, we really love you. You've worked with us for a long time, but we must take a decision that's in the best interest of the firm. You told them? Uh, right straight up in their face. Ahead of time? Way ahead of time. Why? It's, you get time to deal with it. You don't want to announce in the last minute and he leaves and he leaves and, and he, 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 you know, the, you know, the partner has left and a part of your business is struggling. And so you call them right ahead, way ahead of time. You tell them about it. You, then if the person decides to leave, look, don't cling on to people. Don't cling on to people. I make a statement that people may not agree with that. The, apart from God, everything that you are afraid to lose is probably not good for you. Okay, so um, you you deal with it right up. You call them in, and Albert, really, if you've been having yearly appraisals of your team, 
this should not come as a surprise. Right. If you're having real a surprise to yourself or to the person who is potentially both, both, both ways, right? Real honest, candid appraisals. That look, you're, you're you're great, but you have shortcomings in this. You're a great lawyer, but honestly, you suck as a leader. You really have to in, improve your human relations, your human relationships, to be able to be a leader. That we love you. You do our cases. Your memos are beautiful, but you, you just can't work with people. We can't put this firm or this department in your hands because you will run everybody aground. I mean, I, when, when when I became a partner, Albert, you know me. I want overdrive. You know, I want everything to move. You know, quick speed, but but the the, 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 the the older partners would call me in and say, take it easy, take it easy, don't rush it, work with the people. So I had I, I had to learn on the job, right, right. But you must do it early and announce it. Do not be afraid of doing. Don't be cowardly about it. So you transition from a revolutionary to a more. <laughs> I, I I have changed so much. I, I sometimes I sometimes surprise myself. Right. I mean, I, 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 there are situations which happen, and I know what I would have done ten years ten years ago. I can imagine. And I, I'm sitting there saying, "Oh gosh, I miss I miss the old days." <laughs> Fifteen minutes to the hour of of eight o'clock. We are wrapping up this discussion. Basically, what we are trying to find out: a company seeking to be there. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 100 years from now, what should they do differently from what the others do? Um, when I come back from this break, the question I'll be asking you is, what should the people who themselves think they are potential successes, what should they do? Or any individual that thinks they want to be considered as a potential successor, what should they do to make themselves more attractive? I used the example of, of David the last time when Saul asked for somebody to play the harp and somebody rose up and gave a testimonial about David in his absence and said, I know this guy is solid on this area, that area, that area. Give a whole catalog of, of abilities and, and, and competencies that David had. What must people who are who intend to be considered, what must they do to prepare themselves? Well, let me play the song God Did Bless Me ah. by Quisiot. You like that song? Absolutely. Okay, let me give you a chance to make a dedication then. <laughs> who will you dedicate it to? I'm uh, sure uh, Marino on his anniversary. Yes, 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 yes. Right. Mr. Hull on his birthday, on, 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 and Mr. Mr. Hull on the anniversary. You know, because our weddings were a week apart, we actually, we actually spent our honeymoon together. Oh, good for you. So we, 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 have, we, we have very, very deep stories. Don't forget, that, don't forget that 2006 we were, in, we were in, at the World Cup together. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, 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 yes. The three of us, uh, with, with Horatio, of and course, yes, we course, went to a World Cup. That, that, that was one crazy time, right? I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> good evening to Irene Akwaku, my birthday chopping sister. Charlie, she's, we, we, we celebrate our birthdays together, so it's either the parties at my house or a house or none. <laughs> my Irene is 50 today, so that's your special day. Irene, enjoy this one. My sister Irene. The song is God They Bless Me. Also to Edith Vaganodonko, also celebrating your birthday today. And everyone celebrating your birthday. Joy Wilson had a little girl in church today. Um, Shadrach and Patricia's daughter, Joy, also celebrating her birthday. Enjoy this one. Don't go away. Favorite. 
not by strength, just by the Holy Ghost. I'm not ashamed to tell the world a blessing they got from God. there's been a military takeover in the studio and I'm surrounded by 12 people. I don't know where they came from. I have a number of emerging leaders with... Oh, the head, the kick, the fancy man. Oh, look at that. Oh, oh, incredible. Instead of thinking of the, the closing question that we're going to ask about... Okay, so we have been successive. I have a bunch of... I have a bunch of my, my, my friends and proteges in the studio who have taken over. And, and, and so, my, what was the last question I was going to ask you? Ah, yeah. uh, no, I'm not even sure. What should, what should the, fa- 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 what should the okay. successes do? Please come to the program and hear the rest. Okay, so, I'm please, a fancy um, man. I'm seeing the case. All those who are waiting for that question, I beg you, we will answer it next week. And then those who come to the program will go through designing a succession process. The early steps, the middle steps, the final steps, when you should have a succession audit. Yes. All of those things exist. But that one you pay for that one. Oh, that one, they just have to pay company. Right now, the cake, yeah, pay wide. All right. So let me, let me, let me, let me do some introductions and then after that, uh, retire from my studio <laughs> ahead of shadow. So let me start from my right. Terry, Terry, Terry but, 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 but introduce me. All right. So, just just use that microphone next. Oh, well, my name is Terry Manti, and today I'm here as Reverend Okran's protege. So that's all the introduction I'll give. But I write books. Good to see you, Terry. Of course, there is one thing they all have in common: writers, speakers, everything. All right, next. I'm Bernard Calvin Clyde, BKC. BKC, right? Ah, Papa. You're not Papa. The man himself. Albert Kusimenti of Reverend Albert Okran. We say happy birthday. Kusimenti. All right, and next, well, I've also Gabriel Sanka. Oh, I have a guitar. I want to wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> Yay, Gabriel Sanka, thank you so much. And next is Steven. Steven, yeah. I'm Steven, a CH Rain, CEO Mantra, and Reverend Albert is my pastor. Yo, 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 Jeremiah Bobby here, Reverend Al- uh-huh. Okran's son. <laughs> my wife is here, let me show. <laughs> Oh, my heart, my heart. Thank you so much. I'm bright, springboard. I'm here to wish Reverend a happy birthday. Is that a poster you have in your hands? No. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So, what one thing I've got for you? Happy yeah. birthday to you. Go. Happy birthday to you. 
May the good Lord bless you. Go. May the good Lord bless you. 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 Hip hip hip! Hooray! Hey, Charlie, please play another song again. Yes. <laughs> and let's cut the kick. Mm. Play one and I'll Bosolo. play along with it. Bosolo, Bosolo, mama. Oh, but, 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 play anything. Play God will bless me. I'll, I'll, I'll okay, so let's let's go back to God will bless me back. We see your thing. Please, listeners, you can watch this live on Facebook. Yeah. The page to go to Albert N E Okran or Comfort Okran A. You can see the cake, green and red and white with chocolate something something and something in the middle. Yeah. I, I okay. don't go ahead. The song is God will bless me. And on guitar, we have Ace and Kuma. We switch from talking about succession planning to guitar planning. I, 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 I have to end my, my, my portion of the key. portion of the key. <laughs> All right. What you get us, God, they bless me. All right. While well, he does that, which of you is an MC? In the heart of the. All right. At the count of 10, let's go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Go! All right. All right. So. This guy it was an effect cut. When Albert held a knife, I thought he might cut his fingers with a bread knife, you know? Albert, Albert can actually burn water if he's asked to boil water. All right. All right. I have, I have, I have, I have. I went to his house and there was council water. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This one, I can see coming you for this. Coming for my, only problem, my, only problem, my, my only problem is finding a lawyer. But I can see you for this. No, don't worry. You, you hire me and I'll see me. <laughs> and then we share the money. Yeah, we we'll share the money. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. So there's a microphone there. If, if you guys want, if you guys want to use the microphone, yes, you can please. talk. That's all you guys do. Talk plenty, so you can talk. Yeah. So right. All right. So on behalf of my friends, I want to wish you a happy birthday. Uh, we are blessed by your ministry. This is an LP, yeah. and you pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> we are touched by the, all the impact that you make with your wife and the country. I want to say happy birthday to you, and pray that God will bless you and see you do bigger things. Uh, we're actually here in the name of uh, a group that we are part of, the Ghanas. So we want to say happy birthday to you. God bless you so much. It's not by strength, just by the Holy Ghost. I'm not ashamed to tell the world you're a blessing that comes from The cars I drive, the money I have The food on my table, the houses I built Family I've got It's not by might, it's not by power Just by the Holy Ghost See, I'm not ashamed to tell 
So the song was God, it they bless me. And and while I celebrate others, I want to say a big thank you to, to God for the life that He has given me and the wonderful people that surround me. It's just so beautiful to see all these great, great faces in the studio. And I'm sure there are several of you across the nation listening in and, and saying, Ah, if they told me I would have come. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So the Springboard Clubs, I see you have a poster. Let me allow you to 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 unfurl it and then we can wrap this one up. Kofi answered, trust me, I had not no idea of this, so please don't write me a letter. If I want you write, I won't read it. If you send me an email or WhatsApp, I won't read it. I promise you. All right. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. Comfort. Maybe do me the honest of Right. So this is from the Springboard Club members, right. club coordinators. We want to say, Reverend, a happy birthday. So from all the 15 across the country. All right. All right. All right. I've seen it. I'll take a picture with it and put it on Facebook so you can see all the signatures from across the country. Thank you so much. You guys have have made my day. I've enjoyed this one. All right, so let me sign off so we can go on to the next program. Final, final thoughts from Ace. 30 seconds. Well, there's there's a lot more. It is structured into early steps, middle steps, and then the later steps. And if you want to learn all of that. The the middle step is sharing the the cake. cake. So if you want to hear all of that, Come to the Ideas Festival and let's share ideas. It's the 17th of August and it's 32 days from now. Also, if you, have, if you want details, the number to call 024-9999-555. right, so Alba Kuzi, take us home. Final thoughts. We want to say thank you so much. We want to thank God for your life and for all the 100,000 lives you've empowered over the past 11 years. And we say may God continue to strengthen you and empower you to do greater and mightier things for this nation and the world at large. We say God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. God bless you too. I want to say a big thank you to all of you for coming and all of you for listening out there. If you want to watch the streams available on Facebook, just go watch the full thing on Facebook. On behalf of the Virtual Academic Board, superintended over by Comfort and supported by Matthew and today with 12 disciples my name is Albert Okran saying a big thank you to Ilsan Kuma and to all of you for listening tonight. My name is Albert God bless you one, God bless you two and God bless you three. Good night. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert N. E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-2499-99000. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, Always remember, you are blessed indeed. Searching, searching, the light, the light has come.